It's a podcast. The podcast. Hosted by Lee Michael and Robbie. Hello and welcome to a podcast, the podcast, the official podcast of podcasting. I'm Lee. I'm Robbie. And this week's episode is brought to you by those NFT of Madonna's vagina. <laughs> that Ma- Madonna-sy. That, oh, God. That's right, folks. Uh, Madonna's got some non, non- <laughs> fuck non-fungible <laughs> tokens. Uh, and they're she wants you to see all of them. Yeah, they're explicit gifts of her vagina giving birth to various animated things like trees and centipedes. I was going to say, it's it's a rendering of her, right? It's not actually like an actual picture of her, isn't it? Isn't it like a... It's a rendering a model. They took a 3D scan of her pussy and then rendered it digitally. So it is a, it is a 100% accurate model of her vagina. You know, I bet at some point in like the 1980s, right, everyone thought the future was going to be like clean energy and, uh, you know, stuff like that, food for everybody, et cetera, et cetera. And instead we get a 3D model of Madonna's pussy. Her actual pussy. Her actual real vagina. (laughs) Oh, God, Robbie. Okay, so we've been... We haven't done an episode in like a month. That's not our fault. Uh, we've had technical like difficulties. Okay, well, before Whatever. that, we hadn't done an episode in a week or two either. Um, well, yeah, we've had so, some technical problems. We've tried uh, like eight different podcasting platforms. And for some reason, all roads lead back to Zencaster, uh, which is a free, a free platform for us to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the audio quality is horrible. But that's all right, you know. We pass the savings on to you, the listener, <laughs> with the <this laughs> shitty, shitty audio quality. <laughs> yeah, you know, is what it is. Yeah, we tried. We, <laughs> my favorite was when we tried my suggestion that I thought for sure would work, which was we'll record natively <laughs> and sync up later, and both of our computers crashed. <laughs> Robbie had this great idea that we would get on Discord to yeah. communicate. And then record ourselves through GarageBand. And I said, hey, Robbie, but what if GarageBand overloads? And he said, I probably won't, Uh, even though it always does. And so I had to create a Discord account, which I don't even remember what the fuck it was. (laughs) I can tell you right now, it was pretty good. I remember that. (laughs) So I had to create a Discord account. That was a whole process. Yeah, that took like 10 minutes. I had to figure out how to use it. We get on Discord. We recorded a great intro, and then uh, Robbie's GarageBand overloaded, and my computer froze. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah, you know, whatever. It's a lot of the podcasters that I listen to that do like remote stuff. That's how they do it, but they mm. probably have better gear than us. So they probably don't have MacBooks that are older than three years old. Yes, yes, I think they all have like high end gaming PCs. <laughs> uh, with, yeah, with the computing power of four space shuttles. Uh, I don't even know where to begin, Robbie. So much has happened in the weeks we've been gone. We missed uh, two new Madison Cawthorn scandals. Uh, The leaked draft to overturn Roe v. Wade. Donald Trump's been campaigning his ass off, and all of it has been just cringe gold. Yes. Um, Just every, just all, we're in the middle of like a massive culture war, basically. Uh, Elon Musk, Bought Twitter. Well, first he was going to buy Twitter, then he bought Twitter. Now he's not so sure if he wants Twitter. Um, it's just 
it's just a lot of a lot of things happening. Madonna's got an NFT of her vagina. Uh, yeah, it's, it's crypto crashed. Who could have foreseen that one? Yeah, whoever uh, would have thought that would happen. And on top of all of this, uh, Disney Plus is releasing an Obi an Obi Wan Kenobi show. <laughs> Sherry on top. <laughs> a lot of people are excited for. Uh, I gotta say, it makes zero sense, but okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know. The trailer was not the greatest. Like it was, it's it was nice to see you and McGregor again in in that character in that role. Mm. Uh, it looks pretty cheap. Some of it looked really cheap. Some of it just looked how I would. It looked of its budget in some parts, and then very cheap in other parts. And yeah, it's it seems like maybe even though they're they were allegedly like being really careful about the canon, like they always are allegedly. Uh, it looks like maybe they're just going to like completely ignore a lot of it <laughs> and like maybe have Obi-Wan and Darth Vader like meet <laughs> again, even though they didn't. Or, uh, who knows? I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to watch it and see. But yeah, report back, Robbie. Here's my yeah, look, I'll, here's I'll my let you thing. know. Here's my thing, Robbie. OK, as a massive fan of the original three Star Wars movies and like nothing else. Yes, I this is like the antithesis of Star Wars to me, and I fucking hate this so much. I'm going to make this really brief. Don't worry, guys. Uh, it's just I don't believe that for a second. But no, I am. I'm going to make this as brief as possible. It just makes none of this makes any fucking sense to me. Why are they doing this? OK, so in the original Star Wars, the whole thing is Darth Vader is, quote, all that remains of that ancient Jedi religion. Yet there's fucking just Jedis and Sith everywhere all the time, always, ever since the yes. prequels. Like there's even, even at the end of, uh, even in the Mandalorian, which takes place after Return of the Jedi, there's just like a guy with a fucking black lightsaber walking around and he's like the ultimate Sith guy or something. It, it makes no fucking sense. Okay. That's all I'm saying. And then also I will watch the show if they address this one thing. There's one burning question I have related to obi-wan kenobi and if the show answers fuck. this i'll watch it no not that i don't care oh well we are well, well we already know the answer to that by the way you'd know Alec if you mcginnis doesn't Wars. fuck you and mcgregor fucks okay but you oh you and mcgregor fucks some might say too much here's <laughs> <laughs> hey remember when he threw away like a 30 year long marriage uh for um mary elizabeth winstead yeah the, and he also dumped him yeah <laughs> I mean, look, if you're going to throw it away for anybody, that's a pretty good choice. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not probably, hating on, on you, that. But you probably was, shouldn't have gotten her pregnant. That was probably maybe not a great <laughs> decision yeah. on his part. But, you know, but no, if, if the show explains how Obi-Wan Kenobi goes from looking like a 50 year old man to the Alec Guinness to 10 years later, looking like 90 year old Alec, Alec Guinness, I'll watch the show. If they explain that, I'm in. If they're like, if he like gets force lightning or something and it just like ages him a hundred years, I'll, that'd be, I'll that'd be, be awesome, it. actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever the fuck happened to Palpatine in episode three. <laughs> just like, oh, okay, I guess he's old now. I mean, it's like how Magneto looked like fucking Michael Fassbender for 50 years and then 10 years later was Ian McKellen. Well, yeah, and the same, no the same, fucking yeah, well, same thing with, with Patrick Stewart and. Uh... Uh, James fuck, McAvoy. Yeah, James yeah. McAvoy. But wait, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, it, it, at least based on the uh, based on the trailer, he looks he looked older, fucking fifteen years ago in episode three. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He's got he's got gray in his 
beard and his hair is, you know, not as orange as it was. It was very orange. It was so orange. Yeah, Ginger Obi-Wan. Yeah. Nobody remembers, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when they redesigned Thor and just didn't say anything about it. Yeah, yeah, they just uh, stopped bleaching his hair. They stopped bleaching his eyebrows. Yes, and his eyebrows and his beard. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, the whole the whole kitten kaboodle. But did they but did they stop bleaching his asshole? Lee Michael. Lee Michael, once you're in Hollywood, you can never stop bleaching your asshole. True. That's part, true. that's part of the Hollywood machine, once baby. You you're start, in it. You can't stop. Yeah, the part of the Hollywood meat grinder they don't talk about is the asshole bleaching, but it's there. <laughs> and it waits for no man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't if you stop bleaching it, you'll get split ends and your roots will come in <laughs> the original <laughs> color. So <laughs> And then, you, <laughs> then your ass hair will have frosted tips, and you look like an idiot. Yeah. And yeah, everyone at the everyone at the pedophile orgies will make fun of you. Yeah, you don't want uh, you don't want that Guy Fieri hairdo on your ass. Yeah, yeah. Lee Michael, before we get into the more serious stuff, I just wanted to touch on a little something that I was made aware of recently. Uh, have you seen anything about the Harry Potter video game that's coming out? Later this year. Yes, yes, I have. I, I would assume so, given who you uh, who you live with. But I just wanted to make sure. I, I watched the gameplay footage the other day, and it looks pretty cool, actually. I'll probably get it if it doesn't run like ass when yeah. it comes out. Uh, but do you know about the plot of the game? No, I know that it's like a prequel that takes place at Hogwarts with original characters or something like that. Yeah, it takes place in like the late 1800s or something like that. But here, mm-hmm. <laughs> here's the plot, Lee Michael. Okay. Uh, so uh it turns out apparently in the early 1800s the the uh goblins were trying to have a rebellion mm, that's okay. right lee michael the jews are trying to take over the world with their evil <laughs> jew magic and only you a, a fucking 14 year old <laughs> white male <laughs> fucking well no you can you can customize your character you can give what i also really like is that you can choose male or female and then you can also have like you know, pink hair and crazy shit, which is like, supposed to take place like 1890, but yeah. whatever. But yeah. Interesting. You're, you're fighting the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's not in the 40s. And they're, and they're evil dark Jew magic. <laughs> I can't oh. fucking believe that they did that, because it's not, this wasn't like made by J.K. Rowling. This is just made by Warner Brothers. And it's like well, nobody, a- nobody noticed <laughs> this fucking very well, obvious problem. <laughs> Robbie, I mean, are you... Oh, my God. Are you projecting that the goblins are Jews, or are the goblins of Jewish faith in the books? I mean, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you getting this Jew stuff from? What do you mean, where am I getting the Jew stuff from? Look at them! <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. This is a well-known thing, that the goblins are just, like, pretty offensive, like, blatant Jewish stereotypes. Oh, okay. I I didn't know that. Did you not know that? No, I just thought they were goblins. I didn't ta- apply. We talked about this on the show before, I think, oh, really? about how no. big of a piece of shit J.K. Rowling is. Well, I know they're, that, but they're, they're they're creepy little things with big giant noses and this weird bushy hair that hoard all of the money. You know, now that you mention it, they do all resemble Doctor Lipschitz from The Rugrats. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I rest my case. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, see, I don't I don't apply critical race theory to everything, so I just didn't really You're just not woke enough. <laughs> I haven't reached full enlightenment. Well, yeah, you did you didn't go to college, so <laughs> you, 
they, the I liberal college, you the liberal well yeah but you've well, yeah well, you dropped out i mean come I on study the liberal arts <laughs> i was i was practicing the liberal arts we need That's more why. conservative arts god damn it yeah that was hilarious i don't know if you saw that i did i did who said that i don't, I don't remember. remember charlie kirk i don't remember yeah some right-wing pundit fucker was like why aren't there conservative arts <laughs> just not understanding what the word liberal means yeah words can have multiple meanings as it turns out it can robbie especially if you're amber heard and you were caught committing perjury i don't know if you've seen this clip from the johnny depp amber heard have, defamation trial. i have not I've, I've seen like little bits about the app but i haven't like seen the clip so i don't really know what's going on well, I just saw this. So she was being questioned by Johnny Depp's lawyer, and it was over uh, the matter of, I guess she pledged to donate the $7 million she was awarded during, uh, from their divorce. Mm. She pl she pledged to donate every cent of it to some organization. Yes, I remember that. And she, she hasn't done so. Um, and so there's a clip where she's asked, is it true that you pledged to donate this, to donate every cent? She says, yes. And they said, well, you haven't donated it. And she was like, oh, well, I haven't been able to uh, because I've, I've been sued. Uh, even though there is, um, I guess she earlier in the trial or something testified that she donated it or something like that. I don't know, something something related to that. But also uh, in in her defense, while she's being questioned, she's trying to use the word, she's trying to use pledge to donate and that she actually donated it as right. these like interchangeable synonyms <laughs> or something where she's yeah, like, yeah. oh, well, I pledged it. That means I did it, even though I, they didn't get my money and I had no real intentions of giving it away, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah. Good stuff, Robbie. Good stuff. I also saw a pretty astonishing clip. Uh, from the Joe Rogan experience, that is it the wait. Australia one? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I couldn't wait to <laughs> fucking talk about this. Yeah, I saw that last night. God damn, it's such it is it is that show to a T. Like that, like it feels like something. Why was I just doing like Trump things with my hands there? Yeah, what are you doing? That? Yeah. I don't know. You, you did it again. <laughs> it was. I, I don't know. Tremendous. That was another Trump thing. I don't know. Tremendous. Um, like you couldn't write a parody that would like lampoon the Joe Rogan experience as well as he fucking owned himself in that moment. No. So what happened was, I don't even know who the guest is because they said something that was dumb as fuck at the end of the clip too. Uh, somebody it, would, it was something like, you know, being like, oh, but you know, like the fake stuff, like there's truth in that too, or whatever. It's like the whole fallacy of like, oh, well, you know, the fact that you believed the thing you know, it really says something, even though it does, even though it, it doesn't. Well, yeah, I'm saying, I don't, I don't know who that person was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. Sorry. Yeah. So, I don't know who that was either. so the clip is, yeah, he has somebody on, I don't know who it is. It's somebody with dreads and, uh, Joe Rogan's talking about how in Australia, they banned people from being able to grow their own food, which is and just on its face. Stupid as fuck. Yes. And so, what it becomes is he's going on this whole rant about it. And then what it becomes is this conspiracy that he makes up on the spot where he says that them banning people from growing their own food 
is targeting anti-vaxxers because they're more likely to live a sustainable off-grid lifestyle. What? And then <laughs> okay. he says, so you can't go to the grocery store to buy your own food because you're not vaccinated, yeah. which isn't true anyways. And then he says, and now you can't grow your own food. So it's a way of basically like creating a genocide against anti-vaxxers by just cutting them off from access to food, which is like in itself the most fucking insane thing to say. Um, but he's like so convicted about about it. And he's going on this whole rant and he's like getting super fucking pissed off just talking about it and how it's all about control and all this yep. shit. And he's like, pull that shit up, Jamie. And Jamie's like, yeah, there's no record of this anywhere. And then Joe Rogan gets super pissed off that it's not real. And then he says, like, I can't believe it's not fucking real. And he's mad that it's not true. Yeah, that he just made it up <laughs> seemingly out and of then, nowhere. And then his host says, well, the fact that you thought it could be true speaks volumes about the government. No, it doesn't. You're, he's no, it just doesn't. a fucking insane asshole who just makes this shit up. And then tells it to his audience of millions, and they're so fucking stupid that they believe it. And if if he hadn't like fact checked himself accidentally by trying to prove it, then like they would have just fucking ran with that. That would have just been the new fucking yeah. conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. It was actually unbelievable. Uh, yeah. I'm, I might I might put the clip in the show so people can hear because it, it was. It's pretty remarkable. Fucking unbelievable that this happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah we live in a society lee michael we sure do robbie we sure do um well hey speaking of people uh with a platform uh spreading misinformation and conspiracies let's talk about uh let's talk about the buffalo shooting that happened the other day yeah, let's do it there was like four mass shootings in one day yes there were yeah one of them the, yeah yeah i think there were three or four one of them was the there was the the church one. The Chinese mm -hmm. guy went to the Taiwanese, ta yeah, Taiwanese church, shot mm -hmm. up those people, and then, uh, yeah, crazy guy shot a bunch of people in Buffalo, targeted them because they were black. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and he he was eighteen. Uh, he had been streamed invest on Twitch as well. Yeah, he live streamed it on Twitch. Uh, the previous year, he had been investigated for threatening to shoot up his school, and nothing was done about it. Uh, he had military-grade tactical body armor and weapons. He targeted an area that he knew was both predominantly black and had stricter gun laws than where he was from. Uh, and he spent a year planning this out. He had an eight, uh, sorry, not 800, 180-page manifesto where he cited a racist conspiracy that Tucker Carlson is part of creating um which it's very, is it's a really really old conspiracy theory that's like as old as the country as like the founding of our country but i should say Tucker not creating Carlton, uh like pushing and making purveyor he's he's the yeah. most vocal purveyor of the current version yes one of like the most mainstream current version because there's like so many fucking it's replacement theory is what it's called yeah i was unaware and it's yeah really really old and there are a bunch of variations of it right now but yeah tucker carlson has a very is like the most mainstream version of it, which is basically that the liberals are the liberal Democrats are letting millions of illegals into the country 
so that they'll vote for them and they're like an easy base to control or something, which you'd think if that was actually happening, uh, they would actually like get literally anything done right. ever. <laughs> but, you know, guess, guess not. Maybe they're yeah. playing the long game. I don't know. Yeah. And then it also has to do with like being the population being replaced by minorities and white people becoming the minority and basically like a genocide against white people. <laughs> so that's cool. They believe that uh, Trump has also talked about this. Uh, I mean, they all have. It's it's a right wing. It's become a right wing theory um, over the past couple of years. And uh, yeah, he uh, this fucking dude uh, cited that among other um, just racist ideologies, and he said he was radicalized on 4chan through like shit posts Hell and yeah. memes with just like memes of fake statistics about race and he bought into it and uh decided to yeah just go to a black neighborhood and kill as many black people as he could so that is fantastic that that's where we are also i just want to say i'm i'm so fucking tired of it's always people on the right that are that say shit like Oh, the media is dividing us. There's not a race issue in the country. It's the media that makes everything about race. It's the fucking people that make everything about race that are crying yeah. that everything's about race. Yeah. Tale as old as time. <laughs> They're saying that during slavery too. Yeah. And I'm just so fucking tired of hearing it. It's like it's like the loudest dog whistle ever at this point. Yeah. Can't really even call it a dog whistle. At this no, point. but yeah, I guess not. But it's just like anytime anyone, anytime anyone's like, I'm so tired of hearing about race. It's only about race because they want it to be about race. You just know that person's fucking racist. Yes. <laughs> it's just yes. like, we get it. You're so tired of hearing about how black people are disproportionately killed because you don't care. Yeah. And it's also there's also just the unfortunate fact of the matter that identity politics is what wins races now. Like that's what keeps people in office. So right. really, no matter who you are, that's what you have to do. And it works especially well right now with conservatives. It's really easy for them to rile up their base with it. But yeah, that's just where we are now. That's what gets clicks, gets views. That's what gets you elected. Well, it's, it's our fault. Their base it's, our, it's, our, it's our own fault. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, not to sound like a broken record, it's it's just time to start over. Just, <laughs> I mean, is there like a meteor that is coming this way anytime soon? That'd be great. Can we or just fucking if if Putin could just launch a nuke, get it? Let's just get it over with. Hey, Robbie, what uh, if you could choose an apocalypse? What what type of apocalypse would it be? Would it be an ice age? Would it be nuclear war? Would it be like AI sentience taking over? Um, that's a great question, actually. Just what like, are we? Are we a geyser <laughs> erupting? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> old faithful <laughs> yeah, erupting. Old faithful blows its blows its stack. I mean, what blows its fucking load <laughs> all over the fucking middle of the country? Yeah, takes us all out. It's, it's like the earth having an orgasm. <laughs> yeah, the world's been edging for millions of years and it's going to finally blow its fucking it's giant finally, load through the Yellowstone come. super volcano. <laughs> Mount St. Helens was like that little bit of pre-cum, but it like caught itself, you know? 
It's like where like it shoots pre cum, but like you don't quite have the full orgasm. Yeah, it's like when you come with a half chub. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is the rock hard cock of Earth, uh, old faithful, <laughs> and it's it's gonna come. It's good, and she's about to blow. <laughs> Holy shit! So yeah, um, are we are we going like kind of movie universe type stuff, or are we talking like literally the bombs drop? Type I mean, any, yeah. any pit, just choose your apocalypse, man. You know, I mean, probably, probably Ice Age because it'll be, be slow enough that you might be able to like figure out how to be scrappy and survive. Because if there's like a nuclear apocalypse, I mean, I have fucking 10 miles away, I have one of like the top five strategic nuclear targets in the country. So, like, I'm dead. Like, 100% <laughs> yeah. I don't exist anymore if that bomb drops. Or I immediately die of radiation poisoning in, like, you know, two hours. So I'm not going to survive that. If uh, if there was, like, a meteor strike or something, maybe if it was on, like, the other side of the planet or something, that could mm-hmm. be pretty sick. But I think probably Ice Age. Yeah, that could be cool. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> That'd be pretty sick, dude. Yeah. Dude, that's what that's what we're missing. We're missing like an apoc like a Mad Max style apocalypse movie, but set during an ice age. That'd be pretty fucking cool. That'd be sweet, dude. You could still have like sick ass vehicles and shit. Like yeah, it could be like snow like snow terrain vehicles. Yeah, yeah, with like giant ass yeah, like big giant ass tires and big tracks and all kinds so of crazy cool. shit. You can have like crazy fucking outfits still too. Mm-hmm. That'd be fucking rad. That would be sweet. That'd be so cool. Gotta write that down. Yeah. It's going in the in the pitch book. Cold Max. Oh, God. <laughs> Ice Road Trucker. <laughs> Just like, yeah. It'd be like Buriosa. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> it'd be like that fucking um that uh Tug Speedman movie from Oh, yeah. Within Tropic Thunder, yeah, yeah, he's like uh, Scorcher, yeah, the yeah, Ice like Age Scorcher. Hell, yeah, like Hell freezes over or something like that. Yeah, he's it's like, called. he's like, who left the fridge open? <laughs> he's got That'd be great if we if we could just get a if we could get that movie <laughs> from sixty five year old Ben Stiller. Yeah, I mean the the only thing I can think of that's even close to what we're talking about, but is different, is Snowpiercer. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of the, the first thought that I had, but it's not really the same. No vein, it's not the same thing. No, this would just straight up be Mad Max, but during an Ice Age, which would yeah. be so fucking cool, dude. That'd be fucking rad. You could still have you'd have concubines and fucking mm-hmm. furry bikinis and like a furry chastity belt. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, imagine imagine how cool it would be to see like a raid on an igloo base, you know? Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be giant sick. giant fucking ice walls. Yeah, just ice fortresses. Yeah. Oh my god, this sounds amazing. Yeah, this would be fucking cool. <laughs> and they need so to, you cool. know, they use the gas to like heat stuff or whatever. It's not just for for vehicles and stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing is heating. You'd have to there'd be so much fire and you'd have to go through so much gas to heat things. And yeah. so it would still be similar where there's like, or fuck that dude, just make a Mad Max that's set during an ice age. Yeah. Just like, just, yeah, it, it, it goes to the point where, uh, an ice age happens <laughs> and Max is still just like this fucking angry dude <laughs> surviving the apocalypse. That's what, yeah. That's what Mad Max should have been. Every Mad Max is just a different apocalypse that he's 
just killing people there. Yeah, just bumbling his way through. Like a yeah, <laughs> just a fucking anthology of of, <laughs> of apocalypses. That'd be yeah, awesome. that'll be fucking sick. Hell yeah. That's what we that's what we should do. We create a new character who's similar to Max, and it's an anthology of apocalypses. So first there's like Mad um, Matt. Matt, 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 dude, it's Matt Gates. Uh, it's Matt because there's no underage children around. Yeah, yeah, there aren't any more little girls. That he can fuck. Or a young, young. Uh, what's what's his uh, son's name? Oh, N- Nestor. Well, Nestor. Well, where is he from Napster? again? As well? Napster. Um. His son, Napster. His Puerto Rican son, Napster. I think that's what he is. Oh, Cuban. Man. Yeah, whatever. Who knows. That'd be so fucking awesome. They definitely fuck. That's the that's the <laughs> the important takeaway. Right. So imagine. Okay. So maybe it starts out with like a nuclear war. A nuclear winter. There you go. Well, and then the second one would be like the winter, right? And then um, I don't know. Maybe then there's a big flood or something. So it's like Water World in the third one. And then the fourth one is just like I don't even know. Where do you go from there? God, he, gonna be he, so he much lands on the island where like the Sentinelese are, and he has to conquer the island and start a new civilization. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, okay, you, you know how in every zombie apocalypse movie, there's like the one island where they have to go. It's like the safe island. Yeah. Imagine they get there and it's the Sentinelese, and then they all just get killed <laughs> before they even get to shore. <laughs> just riddled with arrows that'd be so awesome like the end of there's like a new dawn of the dead at the end they're like oh we got to the island and it's just the sentinelese there, yeah absolutely <laughs> that'd be fucking rad holy shit man robbie have you ever um have you ever seen the movie gross point blank i have not uh for years i avoided watching it because i think it has a terrible title that is a very bad title um, but I finally watched it after hearing so many good things about it. And dude, this movie fucking rules. Hell yeah. I don't really I know wish... anything about it beyond it existing. Um, uh, I love this movie and I wish I had watched it sooner cause it probably would have been one of my favorites growing up, but it's, uh, it stars John Cusack came out in the late nineties. Oh, uh, Joan Cusack's also in it. Um, but John Cusack is a hitman who goes to his 10 year high school reunion. And uh, it's also kind of a horrible premise, but the movie is so fucking good. Has no right to be as awesome as it is. Yeah. And uh, John Cusack has no right playing like a badass John Wick character, but uh, he's actually really good in the action scenes. He has a great action scene with uh, Benny the Jet Urquidez, who's a legendary kickboxer mm-hmm. who uh, got his ass beat. <clears throat> By Jackie Chan in a couple of his movies and also beat Jackie Chan's ass a good amount of times. Uh, but he's the real deal. And I guess he was like one of the stunt uh, choreographers and he trained John Cusack. And okay. I guess John Cusack appears to have done a lot of his own fighting and stunts. I mean, hell yeah. But yeah, so the movie is so good because like I said, it came out in the, uh, it was like 97, I think. So like the mid to late nineties, 10 years after, um, you know, he played all these legendary high school characters in the 80s. Yeah. So it's such a good, um, like, reflection on the high school movie. Because he plays this character who's having this existential crisis about who he is and what he's doing. And also, like, he, uh, I guess, 
the night of his high school prom, he just left and he left his date there. Who is like his high school sweetheart. And he ended up falling into the military. And then he got recruited by this like organization of assassins that works for some shadow government. Uh, and he's been an, an assassin this whole time. Uh, and also his uh, foil, his like, um, <laughs> his like uh, competition in the assassin industry uh, is this guy named Grocer, played by Dan Aykroyd, who wants to unionize and recruit him to work with him. And uh, he's like such a fucking great foil. He's so goofy, but he's also a pretty badass killer in his own right. And uh, yeah, it's just great. It's great to see John Cusack just like in a high school 10 years after being in all these high school movies, just like reflecting on how high school's bullshit and what life is and all of this and his sort of like mid 20s depression. <laughs> it's like such a weird, uh, unexpected follow up to like all this yeah. John Hughes shit. It's so good. But yeah, it plays, it plays like a John Hughes meets John Wick movie. Interesting. And, uh, it's really good. Just hilarious start to finish. Great characters. And uh, John Cusack is really fucking good in it. He considers it his best movie, uh, according to IMDb. And I would agree. I think uh, he he kind of reminded me of his character in Hot Tub Time Machine. Okay. Um, but like maybe 10 years before. Like I think you could watch like Say Anything, Gross Point Blank, and Hot Tub Time Machine as a triple feature. And it would be like the weirdest, greatest trilogy ever. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well we're gonna have to test that theory Lee, Michael. yeah i think i think we do need to test the theory um but yeah i i recommend it it's on amazon prime great stuff um gave it a four on letterboxd hell yeah very strong recommend uh, and then i also watched um a, another movie that uh i wish i had seen as a kid uh which was tales from the dark side the movie okay uh based on the anthology horror show uh, so the framing story stars Debbie Harry and, uh, the three anthology stories star like fucking everybody. I mean, like I recognize like everybody in this movie. I mean, no, like a listers, just character actors you see in everything. Right. Right. Um, the first story, well, I guess a listers here. The first story stars Steve Buscemi as some sort of like. Egyptian historian college student or something. And um, he gets screwed out of a fellowship by being framed for stealing this artifact from the museum. Mm -hmm. uh, and the guy who won the fellowship is the boyfriend of his roommate's sister, who he is secretly in love with. And once he realizes that they set him up and cheated to get him out of the fellowship, he buys a sarcophagus from somewhere, like a catalog or something. It's called Lot 249. It arrives in a big crate. And in the sarcophagus is a mummy. And inside the mummy is a scroll uh, that he uses to... He, like, uh, um, deciphers the scroll and uses it to command the mummy. And he kills the three people that wronged him, basically. Nice. And it's cool. You don't really see a lot of mummy stuff, you know? Yeah, for uh, sure. Definitely even though they, a, uh, a dead monster, yeah, subgenre. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, especially in like 1989. I mean, when the fuck, you know, or like 1990. Um, so then the second story is. Uh, so that story was written by Arthur Conan Doyle, 
And then the next story is by Stephen King. And it's about a hitman who is hired by a like pharmaceutical, like, I don't know, I guess this guy with like a pharmaceutical empire, he created some sort of synthetic drug. Um, and he hires the hitman to kill a cat. Uh, it was a stray cat that he took into his estate and it killed like all the people close to him over the course of a few years. Interesting. And okay. no one believes him. And every time he tries to get rid of the cat, it just comes back somehow. Mm. So he leaves the hitman alone. He says, you have till midnight. Cause if you don't kill the cat by midnight, it'll have killed you. And he leaves. And then the whole story is this guy in a mansion, like trying to kill a cat. <laughs> we got a lot of POV of the cat. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, the hitman uh, kind of looks like a skinnier version of um, the guy from Beetle from Beetlejuice that was the mom's friend or whatever. Okay. Uh, the dude with like the spiky hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks like a skinnier version of that guy, and he's just this like fucking goofy mobster. And it has the great one of the greatest death scenes I've ever seen. Robbie, the cat jumps into his mouth and burrows into his mouth, like stretches his jaw out. Yeah. Crawls into his mouth, down his throat, into his stomach, and waits there. And then when the old man shows back up in the house, he jumps out and it gives <laughs> the old guy a heart attack and he dies. <laughs> it was amazing. That's awesome. It was so cool. Um, and then the third story, which is the best story, uh, which is nice because sometimes like the best story is the first one, and then you just kind of got to get through the other ones. The third story was the best one. It stars uh, James Remar who is Ajax and the Warriors and uh, Dexter's dad on Dexter. Uh, he's an artist living in this big loft building downtown somewhere. And he goes to his uh, local bar where his agent dumps him. And uh, so he stays at the bar all night, gets drunk, and he leaves with the bartender who he's best friends with. And they get attacked in the alley by a gargoyle <laughs> from his loft building. The gargoyle kills the best friend and tells him, hey, I'll let you live as long as you swear on your life that you'll never tell anyone about this, never tell anyone what you saw or that I exist as long as you, li as long as you live. So he promises and then turns the corner. And then uh, there's like this beautiful lost woman who is like clearly the gargoyle. Just immediately <laughs> you're like, this is definitely the gargoyle. Yeah. And uh, he's trying to help her because she's like, oh, I lost my friends or whatever. And it's like, you know, this bad part of town. So he takes her up to his loft to let her use the phone, but the phone doesn't work. And so she's like, well, I could just stay the night and then immediately seduces him. Yeah. Uh, and then we jump forward 10 years and they have two kids and are living this like beautiful, happy life together. And um, the gargoyle is a succubus. Yes. <laughs> That's what it, you're saying. He, yes, exactly. And so he's got his agent back. He's like this big artist. Everything's perfect. But uh he like feels he feels like uh because she doesn't know about the night when they met and the circumstances that led them to meeting he feels like he's keeping something from her right so he tells her about the gargoyle and then she immediately turns back into the gargoyle and kills him and then their kids are also gargoyles and then she like flies back up to the little perch and they turn into stone again so a little nice. little sad story to end on uh yeah, it was weird because, like, I don't know, the char the main character, the artist, like, d 
did some creepy stuff where just like, you know, come into my loft. I, you can use my phone. Like you don't know anything about him and it's James Remar. So you're like, oh, this guy's going to fucking rape this woman. But he ends up being like just this like really nice guy who's like so in love with her and it's like really sweet. And then for some reason, it's like, does it really count if you tell the gargoyle that you saw the yeah, gargoyle? No. You know? That is a little like, why would the gargoyle live this whole life with you? Yeah, it didn't I mean, really I make sense. I, I can appreciate the downer, the attempt at a downer ending. I love a good downer ending. Yeah, I guess it was like part of the curse. Like he spoke of it. So it, you know, whatever. It's not Maybe really it clear. Happened, yeah. Um, so that's the final story. The whole like wraparound story is that Debbie Harry is a witch. She's having a dinner party and she's going to cook this kid who's in like a dungeon in her pantry. <laughs> and... He is telling her story. She gave him this book, Tales from the Dark Side, to keep him entertained while she went out to get all the dressings and stuff for dinner. And mm -hmm. so he's telling her all his favorite stories from the book to buy himself some time. And then uh, he like escapes really easily and puts her in the oven and gets away. It's kind of lame. But overall, fun stuff. Very, very much in the vein of Creep Show, which is always nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, when was this made? When did it come out? uh 89 or 90 i think okay so we're still like peak debbie harry oh yeah she she was a smoke show in this movie oh yeah well yeah <laughs> she could eat me for dinner i don't care Goddamn right <laughs> yeah still peak debbie harry um good for her so Hope she likes yeah, cake cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man she could break this hard glass let me tell you Indeed. <laughs> Can't think of any other uh, Blondie songs to I'm gonna, make puns uh, out of. One way or another, I'm going to get you, get you, <laughs> get that pussy. Am I right? <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to get you, get you, get you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the tide is high indeed. Um, <laughs> the red tide. <laughs> Robbie, what's the, what have you been up to these past two weeks? I've, oh fuck! <laughs> the only time I've ever talked to you is when we've been trying to record this stupid fucking show. Oh fuck me! Hasn't even worked. Oh man, I went to a wedding over the weekend. My friend Lauren's wedding down in Kansas City. That was fun. That was a good time. Nice. Got very drunk reconnected oh, yeah. with uh this dude from high school that i completely forgot existed nice but that it was fun we had, we like had a good time we we talked some shit it was it was it was a lot of fun That's uh cool. and his, his wife is very cool too um what else have i done uh i've been trying to fucking get my medical records from integris but they're being cunts and won't give it to me yeah so that's been right fun. dude okay so you know i'm trying to like put get all this shit together to hand over to the faa to be like give me like give me my license back let me get my medical exemption stuff through right uh and i have everything i need except my uh records from integris that's literally the last thing that i need mm -hmm. and i when i started this whole fucking process in the first place i filled out a form from integris that gave the company i'm working with who's like handling all the paperwork that gives them permission to access my medical records and it's right. Integris's own form. They submitted it like I think five or six times. It got rejected every single time, saying it's not a valid form. 
What? I, yeah, I, a week ago, then filled it out just for myself mm-hmm. uh, and submitted it and haven't heard anything. And oh, by the way, the uh, medical records office for Integris does not have a phone number. They only have a fax and a mailing address, which is the other two hospital agencies I had to get medical records from had a phone number that I could call to verify that they got my request. Integris does not. And it's been over a week and they still haven't given them to me, which is illegal. (laughs) They have to give them to me if I ask them for them. Uh, Yeah, but I mean... It's not illegal to make it difficult. <laughs> no, no, it is not. And so I'm at a point now where it's like, do I call the office? Because it's from a psychiatrist I saw a couple of years ago. Do I call right. her office and be like, what the fuck do I do? Or do I just cut to the chase and hire a lawyer to write a letter and say, I'll sue you if you don't give me my medical records? I don't really know what I'm going to do yet. I kind of want to do the latter because fucking Degris. But it's so yeah, fucking, fucking frustrating. So fucking frustrating. You know, it's like... um yeah it it just feels so petty it's like it's like you ever feel like when you um go to a new doctor or a new dentist the old one is like really butthurt about it yeah yeah <laughs> it's, i feel like integris is like that because uh, <laughs> i mean even you know when i worked at mercy and we we're during covid i had to take a lot of people down to the medical records office mm-hmm. and they also talked about how much of a pain in the ass it was and how basically they just had to go down there in person or not get them at all. It's like, what's the fucking deal with this? Why is it yeah. such a pain in the ass? Yeah. I, I really don't get it. I probably will just hire a fucking lawyer and write a letter. Be like, I'll fucking sue you if you don't give me my goddamn medical records, which you have to do. I've yeah. put in the request. You have to give them to me. This isn't like a fucking question. They're also, they also charge you for your medical records, which is interesting. Oh, that's uh, both. Fun. Yeah, both, uh, which I, I, don't, I don't know about, that just doesn't feel right to me, because both the, the medical center here in Nebraska, who I had to get some records from, and then the, like, children's organization that I saw my uh, pediatrician through and everything, all that stuff, it was super easy, and I didn't get charged. They just gave them to me when I asked for them. Of course, yeah. And I got them, like, immediately. Within, like, two or three days, I had them. And they and they and they called me telling me that they got it and were verifying the way like that I requested them to send it to me. They're like verifying that that was what I wanted. Right. And they're fucking nothing. Yeah, Integra sucks, man. Bunch of dick holes that work there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what I've been dealing with, Lee Michael. <laughs> that's what I've been up to. Oh, uh, my grandma died a couple weeks ago. That happened, too. <laughs> I forgot oh, about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you mentioned that on one of the failed episodes that we did. Oh, right. We yeah. Talked yeah. About it for a little bit. Yeah. There's still there's still some vultures peeking around here and there. But oh, yeah, that's what that's what calls them out to circle. You know? Yeah, dude, it's it's re- it really is insane. And the fact that we're not related to any of them is like the crazy part <laughs> that it's like people that my grandma knew. Jesus Christ. Bunch of stinking vultures. Yeah, I know. They're like, want to fucking buy the house and do all this shit. They're like, fuck off. <laughs> we haven't even cleaned it out yet. Yeah, that's a nice thing about like not having anything is uh, like when you die, no one will give a shit. Yeah, no one will fucking care. <laughs> that's so that's I have that going for me. <laughs> that's one nice thing about my life uh look lee michael i'll take that if you if you pass away i'll take that gresh out of your cold dead hands (laughs) (laughs) you can have it dude i thought about selling it today just keeping the keeping the fender 
I don't need the grudge. I mean, hey. Yeah. I may take you up on that. Um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, just bury, just bury my movies with me. <laughs> you want to be entombed in all of your Blu-rays? They just stuff them into me like a, you know, like a mummy. Just yeah, like, like a, a turkey. Just fucking <laughs> shove them all in there. Oh, dude. Okay. Speaking of my fucking we'll, Blu-rays. We'll tie your legs up and everything. It'll be nice. <laughs> That's how it would be buried, by the way. Uh, Ass like up. A, <laughs> like a fucking turkey, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Leg, legs and hands tied together. <laughs> I want I want both the turkey, the no legs head. and hands tied together, and I want the apple in my mouth. I want the yeah. full, I want to be, I want to be both. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, you know, something to put the fun in funerals, Robbie. I think Joe absolutely. and I, a long time ago, joked about having a business that just like, you plan out your funeral and it's like a theme. Like you wacky, know, like zany. A fun, zany. Thing. I actually, I actually think that you would do really, really well if you became a funeral director, and that was like your thing. Was like we, as long as it like doesn't break any laws, we will do literally anything that you want. <laughs> like we'll fucking yeah. pose you up and like a Batman. Like what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> you can get like uh, you can get coffins that are shaped like things. You can get like yeah. a Batmobile coffin, <laughs> <laughs> like a race car bed, but it's <laughs> yeah, it's a coffin. That'd be sweet. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um Yeah, like you want to be buried in that um that like Fubu $100 bill shirt. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Let's go. You got the money, we got the time. Yeah. Um so real quick, speaking of my fucking Blu-rays, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. Something unbelievable happened. So I was listening to like really the only podcast I listen to now playing. I was listening to an old episode. They did a review of Face Off. Uh, I haven't seen Face Off in a long time, and I was listening to it, and then uh, there was something else, like something popped up on YouTube when I opened YouTube later that day. It was like somebody I follow, I'm subscribed to on YouTube, was reacting to Face Off. It's like, oh, that's a weird coincidence. Then I was drinking, and I was like, I think I'll watch Face Off tonight. So I pull it out of the library. Yep. <laughs> put it in the Xbox, and the Xbox won't play it. And I lost it. I mean, immediately. <laughs> I immediately was at a 10. <laughs> I was so mad. I mean, I fucking, I ejected the disc and like wiped it. I, I put it back in it and was yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Try, it was like, try a different disc. I was like, what? You think I have another copy of Face Off? So I was livid. Yeah, no, I can see the whole thing playing out in my head. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Chewie was scared. <laughs> Chewie left the room and was hiding where was madeline was she out and about or something she she went to the bedroom uh and so like i was just having it out right <laughs> screaming at the top of my lungs every yeah, obscenity yeah. uh on this green earth and um so i was fucking pissed of course it's not streaming anywhere so i was like really fucking mad so i was like i guess i'll just sit here in the dark <laughs> and i just fucking sat on the couch staring at the black screen like my reflection in the black screen just like why is this happening why can't i just watch a fucking movie when i want to fucking watch it what is this dude i was so fucking mad i was i was on the cusp of like a psychotic break yeah no, just the, the mental image 
And it wasn't even about face-off, Robbie. It was just the principle of the thing. Right? Just you sitting alone in a dark room, drunk, with like an open beer in your head, staring at, <laughs> at a blank television screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did like your Blu-ray app or something need to be updated or whatever the fuck? I don't know. It, it, wouldn't like pl- it just wouldn't movie. fucking play, dude. Just, the Xbox wouldn't play it, right? So I was fucking livid. So the so whatever. So the next day, I was a little more level-headed, and I was like, uh-huh. "Let me figure out what the issue is." So I put it in, and it's just like you know, try a different disc or whatever. We don't recognize this. I'm like what the fuck? So I just it's like, well, let's see what happens if I put in another movie. Put in another movie, and it immediately works. Interesting. So something about so, Face Off, apparently. So here's what it is, Robbie. I uh-huh. realized. I bought a fake copy of Face Off. I'm Damn. looking at the disc, and I realize because, like, you know, now it's daytime, and I realize it's not a, it's not, it's clearly not a Blu-ray. It's a fucking CD <laughs> with the like stamp that's on the movie on top, and as I'm looking at the, um, like the slip that you know, like the artwork that gets slid into the, I'm looking at it and I'm realizing like some of the text is not completely clear and crisp. Like it was printed by a manufacturer. (laughs) A little, little too pixely. Yeah. So I'm realizing, and then I remember like, I definitely bought this used at like vintage stock or some shit. I bought a fucking fake copy of face off, dude. Got a bootleg. I got a fuck, not even a bootleg. It's on a CD or some shit. It's not even a DVD. Yeah. So I'm like, copy of face off is fake and i was just then i got mad again because i was like (laughs) i just i had this random urge i haven't thought about this movie in fucking years yeah yeah. you know i forgot i even had it and then it pops up twice in my day and i was like oh man yeah this movie's so bad i really want to watch it tonight and i have it and i you know it's like so specific i was like i'm gonna watch face off put it in and i find out it's fucking fake it's not even a real fucking movie and it's not like I can return it now. I mean, I've had it for years. Um, so yeah, I just I have a fake copy of Face Off. Congratulations! So now I'm I'm just questioning everything. So <laughs> I'm gonna else, like I'm gonna like fake? take a weekend off work, and I'm just gonna like put in all of my movies one at a time and make sure they're legit. I guess I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. You know that uh, you probably figured it out by now, but that VHS copy of uh, the first Matrix I, got, I gave you was actually cake. <laughs> I wouldn't be upset about that unless it melted all over the other shit. <laughs> you tell me. Robbie, I thought of you, but then I was like, well, I don't really have a good way to ship this, and I don't really have room to like store it in my house until I see you again. And I don't really have like Madeline would not really approve if I just like hung it up. But okay. we were at, we were at uh, room three the other day, and I found a massive is like 36 by 48 or whatever the fuck, like larger than a regular poster, yeah, which is yeah. like 24 by 36. This is like 36 by 40 something. Uh, the theatrical poster of Starship Troopers in a frame. Damn. <laughs> for, for like $40. But I was like, wow, I kind of need this, but I don't. And then I was like, this would be a good gift for Robbie, but what am I going to do with it till then? You know, understandable. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you know, I appreciate the thought, Lee Michael. I thought of you. That's what's important. I yes, thought of you. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. 
How's that jungle bird? That jungle bird was delightful. It was very good. I hadn't had one in forever, and I was kind of looking over the cocktail menu. I'd, Where were you? Uh, I was at a restaurant called Pacific Eating House here mm. in uh, in Omaha. It's quite good. Good food. Yeah. I, had a, I had a delightful burger that had an egg on it. I love a good burger with a fried egg. Oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, it was fucking, it was fucking rad. I had this, like, sweet, kind of chili, like, relish stuff instead of, like, you know, just lettuce or something. It was really Ooh, good. That um, sounds good. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was excellent. Coleslaw with sweet chili relish. Anyway, uh, okay. yeah, it was it was great. It was like looking over the cocktail menu and nothing was really sounding that good. And I was like, well, I don't I want something more than like a gin and tonic or something like that. And then I just eyed the jungle bird. I was like, oh, shit, I haven't had one of those in fucking years. I'll do that. And it was delightful. I had two of them. Good. I'm glad. You don't see that on the menu often, which is. No, it's very rare. Yeah. If I had a bar, we'd only serve them exclusively jungle you, birds you can get a child tequila or a jungle bird that's it no seltzers i had a gin uh well it, it was basically a gin fizz it was like a variation of a gin fizz mm. semi-recently and i was like god mm-hmm. damn these are good yeah yeah that's good yeah seltzers man they're get they're it's a little too much it's becoming too much everyone's got a seltzer um right. it's just why would I pay the same price for as I would a six pack of beer for something that will never get me drunk in a hundred years? And also just like kind of tastes like bad water. I mean, I don't know. I guess they have their place, but some of them are, are very good, but you have to find the right brand for sure. And yeah, it's like a very specific, like I would rather have that than like a light beer for the most part, unless maybe it were like a craft light beer. But generally, I would prefer that over like, you know, a Bud Light or a Budweiser or whatever. And they yeah. are really good on like a really hot day or something like that. They're very refreshing. I did. Um, I did like those press seltzers you recommended. Yeah, it press like is very good. Lingonberry and the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was trolling... I was trolling someone at work. They asked. Uh, so like we have these little trays of suckers in the register drawers to give the kids you know and uh this kid was like trying to pick one and they didn't know the flavors <laughs> it's like <laughs> so then the yellow one was pineapple basil <laughs> and the orange was lingonberry <laughs> so they went with red uh <laughs> like, yeah that's uh rhubarb <laughs> that's a uh, beetroot yeah <laughs> that's that's beetroot and uh elderflower but I just thought I'm what is make, like, what a pretentious suckers for dude for oh those those would sell so well to yeah. shitty adults who think mm-hmm. they're cool what is what a fucking stupid <laughs> prank I was dude, I was trolling people all day I was Fuck trolling people kid. all fucking day dude it didn't I don't discriminate when I troll people I'll troll kids I'll troll the elderly I don't give a fuck good as you should yeah. Uh, I've decided whenever customers d- say or do stupid things around me, I've I've decided I'm I'm just deadpanning now. Mm-hmm. It's just for me. They they don't yeah. pick up. They don't typically notice. Of course not. But it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. What a lady! She was like, I asked her how her day was, and uh, she was just like, it's fine. Okay, whatever. I'm not gonna cool press the matter right 
so we're moving on and then um uh my buddy from work was with me and then uh, he was like oh uh so you kind of hesitated there like is your day going all right she's like well you didn't have what i really came in for i'm like and so like you know i don't care so i'm not gonna ask yeah. and so uh <laughs> he was like what was it and she goes uh frozen mixed berries Okay. Frozen mixed berries. Your day is ruined because we didn't have frozen mixed berries. And so I said, "Go to fucking Walmart." I like, couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't contain it anymore. I said, "Oh, I thought you were going to say baby formula." <laughs> and uh, she was just, you know, just didn't really get it, and was just like, "No, I mixed berries." And I was like, "Oh, okay." I don't Who know why they fucking cares yeah i don't know why they think we care like we we also had a price increase recently again um and yeah same deal people complained about it. it's like yep it went up i think it's bullshit too man i don't know what to tell you james cromwell wasn't in your store was he uh no unfortunately nobody's done that and no and no one's gonna fucking in the middle of nebraska no one's gonna be gluing their hands to any i don't know bruce stern I don't know. I <laughs> <Person>. <laughs> dude, I when I saw that, I was like, I would love to walk into a Starbucks and James Cromwell is just As super, super glued, glued to the counter. Yeah. I'd be, I had, I would have so many questions for him. Oh, for sure. Not even like, why did you super glue yourself to a Starbucks counter? I'd be like, hey, let's talk about the Green Mile. Yeah, um, for sure. Let's go. Let's talk about fucking Babe. Let's go. Let's talk about, dude. I I got a lot of questions about Babe, and also I'd love to talk to him about. uh um fuck what is it la confidential sorry um so many james cromwell movies running through my mind right now yeah if you don't know i guess james cromwell is like an ambassador for PETA, or he's on the board or some shit it's like an honorary yeah, hardcore vegan i believe it was doing babe that made him a vegan if i remember correctly damn he got indoctrinated see see what they're doing with kids movies they're indoctrinating elderly people that's what the liberals <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. woke messaging. How old do you think James Cromwell actually was when they made that? He must have been like forty, even though he looked like he was sixty-five. <laughs> James Cromwell has looked ninety since like nineteen seventy-five. Yeah, yes, he's like Donald Pleasance. He's just always looked that old. He was born forty-two, and he's only aged. And now, like, but now he won't age anymore, which That's is fine because I don't want to lose yeah. James Cromwell. Ever. But, <laughs> but yeah, so he is a huge vegan activist which in itself is annoying but i i can respect it in some ways but the fact that he's like with Peta, who does more harm than good and is yeah known to be fucking shitty it's like maybe he's just misinformed uh but yeah to yeah, demonstrate he, he was protesting against a uh in, like a, a increase in non-dairy uh creamers yeah, it's like an a extra, price increase. It's an extra charge. It's just that they charge it all for them. Oh, it's okay. like, like 70 or 80 cents. So he super glued himself to the counter at Starbucks. Which is a, yeah, which is like a, a protest tactic now that has right. been used by multiple PETA uh, ambassadors or whatever. It's also illegal. <laughs> Doesn't glue come from horses? 
<laughs> I don't think it does anymore. No. Okay. <laughs> I think if, if it were 1875, then yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. maybe he had like antique glue. I don't know. Someone should, <laughs> should someone should give him a bottle of antique glue yeah. for Christmas. He just had a thing of paste. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Oh my god! What a loser! Getting high off the fumes. Yeah, the horse fumes. So what? So do you do you apply the glue like as you're walking in? Because that stuff like dries fairly quickly, so you'd have to be fast about it. Also, doesn't super glue burn your skin? No. Look, he's a pussy. He should have used contact cement. Yeah, for real. If you want to, if you want to be serious about it. Yeah, if you're really a vegan, you should use... put it on your balls. <laughs> you should have used real cement. You should have attached his gooch to the counter. <laughs> yeah. He what are you going to do did... now? He should have did what that one guy did and built a tank and drove <laughs> around destroying buildings with it. <laughs> should have. Yeah. So you're saying that James Cromwell should have built a killdozer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. The killdozer. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up this Starbucks. That guy's a legend. You know, they, you know, there's like a, um, that hypothetical question, like, oh, if you could hang out with any dead person, who would it be? Yeah, you, you, you do, you do Jimmy Kill Dozer guys. It'd be the Kill Dozer guy. That guy's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, he just lost his fucking mind from local ordinances and things, as I recall. Well, it was, it was, was bullshit things. Again? What's that? Yeah, because it was like a, a, a mounting, like uh, like bullshit stacking on top of bullshit for a while then finally he like snapped yeah yeah it was bullshit um i don't remember the specifics i don't want to pull a joe rogan and just say things out of my ass that are wildly untrue just oh, no, like we don't, we don't, stabs in the dark it yeah we don't do that here. um yeah fuck that but in any case yeah the kill loser guy is my hero <laughs> <laughs> I that think should be a some, video game, dude. Just the kill really good point. You build yeah, your own killdozer sure. and you just like drive through City Hall and destroy it. I mean, he we'll didn't kill anybody. He just destroyed property. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. Unless you're conservative. I think he was I'm pretty sure he was trying to kill people. Oh really? Very slow. Well, only certain people. <laughs> yeah, the people the people who He's trying to him. kill the right people. <laughs> so <laughs> It's well, okay. yeah, see, yeah, well, and that's why I think it'd be a really, really interesting game because there's a lot of nuance to the story, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's a very nuanced story. Um, you know, it would have been better off just shooting them and then, you know, claiming it as a Second Amendment right. It was a tyrannical government that he sought to overthrow. Yeah, yeah but to, but turning a, a piece of construction equipment into a tank is way cooler. Yeah, no, it's so fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> it's so fucking great. It's so fucking cool. It's really a shame he was so fucking crazy because, man, that's such a great idea. <laughs> Someone should, like, edit the Killdozer into uh, the Tumblr scenes from Batman Begins. <laughs> <laughs> Just crawling along at ten, fucking five miles an hour. Yeah. You're in for so a show awesome. tonight, son. <laughs> the killdozer just going through city hall. Yeah, going and the, the only reason, yeah, and the only reason that uh, he was stopped was because he he got stuck in one of the buildings he was demolishing, and then I think he killed himself, didn't he? Didn't he? Yeah, shoot himself he shot in himself in the tank. Unfortunately, um, yeah, yeah. But that's the only the only reason he got stopped. They they wouldn't have been able to stop him if he uh, had kept going. You know, that's like um, something that Arnold's grandmother would have done for me. <laughs> 
I can imagine her building a killdozer and then just shooting herself. They won't take me alive, Sunny. <laughs> she blows her brains out in the tank, and it's like, oh god, a serious yeah. finale. Hey, Arnold. Speaking of 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 shooting yourself, we uh, had such a great bit that we ended out the last attempt at a. Oh my on. god. That I think is still worth rehashing because it's one of the uh, one of the greatest things we've ever come up with that can't see the light of day because the audio is corrupted. Oh, this was probably the funniest segment of all time. That we've, at so... least from, from our stupid minds. Um, yeah, for sure. All right, so how do we go about explaining this? Uh, yeah, how I can't get on this topic. I don't remember, but we talked about trying to get Gamer let's Girl Bathwater. Let's just do the bit. Okay, so we're talking about... Oh, we're talking about the ridiculous things that horny guys will buy. Yes, that's the right. The disgusting things. Um, which includes, like, you know, uh, chicks, like Twitch chicks will sell bathwater <laughs> to people, and they'll yeah, buy yeah. them. Um, and so we, we, we propose the idea of, hey, let's buy all this bathwater... And do tests to see who has the best bath water. And it included like uh, using it to boil hot dogs. <laughs> uh, brewing beer. Brewing beer. Uh, brewing tea. Yeah, making uh, ice cubes. Yeah, ice cubes. <laughs> and that was the worst to me was the ice cubes. I just like had yeah, this. You- you like retched when you came because you were the one who came up with ice cubes and you retched. Because you I just with. I just picture like when you when you drink and you get that little cube in your mouth oh, and you, you bite it and it's just like that's someone's bathwater. But it's gamer it. girl bathwater. You're like vaping it and like doing all that stuff. And then oh, yeah, you're using it for bong water. Uh... Yeah, yeah, bong water. That's right. And then it would culminate in us uh, like doing like rehashing the, some of the greatest hits, some of our favorites live on Twitter. And then one of us would line up behind the other one. And well, no, 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 no. Hey, before bef- before that, we're gonna do like a March Madness bracket to see who oh, has yes. the best bathwater. Yes, that's right. And it, it would be live streamed on Twitch. That's right. I forgot about that piece. Yes, it was a bracket. And then once we found it, the final thing that we were going to do was the hot dog thing. That would be like the final test. And then after we would we would eat the hot dogs. <laughs> Freeze the freeze the hot the hot dog bath water and put it in some some water and drink it, <laughs> and then we would line up just single file one of us in, right behind the other one. The person in front would put a shotgun in their mouth and pull. The <laughs> we would just blow our brains out on Twitch. <laughs> after like after six months of testing bath water that we bought <laughs> off like OnlyFans or whatever, we would just blow our fucking brains. Out. <laughs> it's like. The- it's like the fucking incel manifesto, dude. Just, just testing out e-girl bathwater and then blowing our fucking brains out yourself. on a live stream. <laughs> oh my god. Oh fuck. It, it was funnier, like in real time. I gotta say, but yeah, yeah, it's okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah, that was good. I was really upset that that one didn't see the light of day. Yeah, yeah, I did. It had to be revived. Oh my god! Holy shit, man! Hey, Robbie, we got some uh, breaking news here. Oh, do we? Yeah. So I guess, um, I guess after uh, 
being criticized on Twitter, Jordan Peterson is leaving the platform. Oh, good. Yeah, so, you know, the, he's a free speech enthusiast. Yeah, is he, is he going to join Truth Social or something? No, so what happened was um, Sports Illustrated revealed uh, Yumi Nu, who is a plus-size yes, uh, Asian-American model. And she was their first ever plus-size Asian-American model <laughs> to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated, which um, repulsed Peterson. Yes, he said he tweeted something to the effect of like, no, like, sorry, this just isn't attractive. He said, sorry, uh, not beautiful. And no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. Um, to which then people just kind of roasted him. He got a light roasting um, like a turkey. Yes. And Throw then back. he announced uh, that. The endless flood of vicious insult is really not something that can be experienced anywhere else. Um, he said that uh, Twitter's incentive structure makes it uh, intrinsically and dangerously insane. And he continued, I told my staff to change my password to keep me from temptation and am departing once again. I plan to write an article on the technical reasons that Twitter is maddening us all very soon. Bye for now. Uh, and then he tweeted 27 more times over a span of six minutes uh, and then was like, for real, I'm quitting Twitter forever. So we'll see. He might've tweeted a hundred times since we've been recording. Yep. But Who knows? Fucking Jordan Peterson, man. That guy writes books and people read them. I mean, yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> he knows a lot of big words and he knows how to, form sentences sort of and how to put those big words in sentences. he doesn't know what a lot of the big words mean i don't think but he knows no. them i keep uh i keep getting this unskippable ad on youtube i've tried to tune it out so i'm not sure exactly what it is it's a documentary on hulu basically about a cult but it seems to like i don't know um it's not like an investigation into the cult or about why the cult is bad. It's like, oh, a camera crew is hanging around this chick who leads a cult. Mm. And it's this, like, fucking Crystal Bay chick. I'm just going to call her Crystal Bay. She's just, yeah, like, true. some, like, pretty girl with, like, a lot of tattoos who's into crystals and, and uh, tarot cards who's, like, the, the ad opens and she's like, I'm probably more of an influential figure than the Pope. And then she's like talking about how she's like, Oh, I don't know. She's magic and can make anything happen. And then she has all these followers and she's like, uh, someone's like, I would die for this, uh, this group or whatever. And then it cuts back to her and she's like, she's like, are you willing to follow me and do what I say? She's like, I can control you, but I won't because I trust you or something just like yeah, cult yeah. shit. And it's so weird. And it's like, why? Why are we doing this right now? This is not what we need. We don't need no. a documentary about a, about fucking cults right now. Yeah, we don't need a crystal thought leading a cult. No, we don't need. No, we don't need a crystal thought. We don't need a um, a, a sapphire. A, <laughs> the uh, I'm trying to. I don't know. I'm trying to think of alliteration stuff. Um, yeah. Whatever. A sapphire sex pot. Yeah, there you go. Sex, the, the, the sapphire <laughs> sex pot. Exactly. Exactly. 
That'll be her FBI code name when they raid her compound or whatever. Ameth- Amethyst Anna. We don't need her. <laughs> you think they make uh, amethyst anal plugs? Surely they do. They make like crystal sex toys. Yeah, give me a second. <laughs> you canceling an order? <laughs> I think I might be placing one. Let's see. Amethyst. Okay, so the first thing that pops up is luxury vibrators. Mm. That's an ad. Let's see if we have any anything good here. That's an interesting image to have on your front page. Let's see. None of these have jewels in them. I want jewels. God, these are... <laughs> I want the stones. I want the fucking stones for my stones. You feel me? God, these are fucking expensive. I don't know. I'm sure it exists. I, I in passing, know someone who makes... Uh, custom butt plugs. So I could probably just ask him to do it. I'm sorry. Hang on. <laughs> All right. This is the next topic. You fucking, you know, some guy that makes custom butt plugs. Yeah. I mean, it's like a friend of a friend thing. I don't know him super well personally or anything, but yeah, his name's Jesse. He's pretty cool. Okay. How do you go about making custom butt plugs? I'll send you the, I'll send you a site. If you there, it's, I, I don't know exactly how much it is supposed to be for use versus how much of it is for the meme. Uh, okay. That's fair. Cause I, I mean, like in what way are they custom? Like, do you pick a size or is it like, Oh, you could have like, uh, I don't know, like an Iron Man butt plug. Like, you could have an Iron is... Man butt plug. He has one butt that's, that has like a taco holder. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. That's <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there. Let's see. There's like a magic eight ball one. I think there's one that's that good. there's one that's a rosary. That's really uh, funny. yeah. <laughs> Dude, rosary anal beads. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> yes, oh, you know you know, you know that you know the door you know those uh, the doorstop. Yeah, you know one of those. Here, I'll send you. It's a. Uh, Dude, this is. How yeah, have we never talked about this. I don't know. I could this have sworn. Hilarious. I, he was gonna. He was gonna get uh, buy my bed for me when I moved from Oregon, and he, he was gonna trade oh, me a shit. butt plug for for my bed. And I was like, I want the rosary one, but it, we ended up not being able to work it out. But yeah, glow uh, glow fuck yourself is his uh, name. That's amazing! Wow, <laughs> this, this guy empty. needs to be a guest on the show, dude. Yeah, I guess I could message him and say I don't know him super well personally, but I bet if I asked him, he might be down. Glow fuck yourself is yeah, this on glow- Instagram or what? Uh, I believe it is on Instagram. I sent if, through the chat thing. I sent you a link to his Etsy store. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, let me let me just pop this open. This is hilarious. Yeah, no, it's fucking it's fucking great. I love that it's Etsy. It's so good. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, glow, glow, f yourself. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I think glow fuck yourself is his Instagram handle. Dude, you know what he needs? He needs um uh, that that little centerpiece popper from um trouble that has <laughs> <laughs> he kind of has one he has one that's very similar oh he does he has okay it's a little thing with dice in it it's yeah the, he's got uh, it. there's one that's a real chicken foot that has a uh, ring on one God. of the toes <laughs> there's that's some really amazing. great stuff here yeah there's, dude, there's one... slash blow f yourself there's one that's a pile of beans yes it's yes. like a pot of of baked beans all right Dude, he's got the legendary S from middle yep. school. Yes, he does. He's, he's there, he has a, a corn dog. Uh, there's a yodeling pickle. 
butt plug. I, I mean, he really has everything. Right. Um, dude, he's <laughs> he's got a he's got Uzi and AK forty seven earrings. That's yep. hilarious. Yep this this is amazing. Oh, that's um, right. He he does one where you can pick a, a fruit or vegetable that he'll put on the end of it. The picture is a, is a whole yellow onion. He's got, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I oh, see the he's chicken like foot. A, yeah, he's got a, like there's like a bell pepper. Uh, Dude, the Furby, the Furby, the Furby, the Furby is good. There's a spider. Um, <laughs> the corn dog has ketchup and mustard on it. Yep. Oh my god, this is the, maybe the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's good, right? You can get one that's a small penis, or you can get like a titty or penis pacifier. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. An elf on a shelf. That's nice. Yep. Yep. Trump, you're fired. The butt plug. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I see the onion. Oh, God, with Shrek in the background. Oh, yes. Dude, he's, he's got a Trump toilet brush butt plug. <laughs> this is, wow. Sorry, my mind is just blown right now. I know, I know right? And it's, this is they're amazing. Like, they're really well made, too. <laughs> like he, he, He's legit. That's amazing. He's got yeah, cupcake man. ones. Um, glow in the dark ones. Christmas yep. ornament ones. Yeah, we gotta do. We gotta get this guy on the show. Nicholas Cage as Mona Lisa, man. Yep. <laughs> this is the shark. The shark is amazing. Oh god, yeah, it's like ten pages of this stuff. He's got tripo he's got a tripophobia butt plug. That's unsettling. <laughs> One Ring for pop. every occasion, my friend. Really, dude. The dinosaur egg. I mean, this is just fucking phenomenal. I get fuzzy dice. I mean, come on, man. Yep. Wow. Wow, this is amazing. I know. Uh, I can't I can't believe I've never talked about this before. No, I've literally never heard this. Uh scor a scorpion, a real scorpion in in a little glass thingy. Um, he needs a mood ring. I'm, I don't know if that's somewhere down the pages or not, but wow. mm. that's amazing. All right. Yeah. So we got to get this guy on the show. Uh, hey, anyone that is interested in a fun butt plug, go to the Etsy store, Glow F Yourself. And yes. uh, maybe he could sponsor the show. Maybe. Maybe he wants know. to do a, a, cross, a, you know, a little cross promotion. We can get, you know, like 10% off an order or something. <laughs> maybe a, so. Yeah, that'd be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, because I fucking, I need the rosary butt plug. <laughs> I really need that in my life. I want to hang that from my rearview mirror. That's hysterical. I think I think rosary anal beads should be a thing. Yes, also that. That'd be good. Um, wow, that's amazing. Can you say he's right. a friend of a friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe by Christmas we can work out some sort of... Yeah, I mean, you know, I I talk I've talked with him a little bit here and there, so I could try and reach out and be like, "Yo, I know you don't know me very well, but <laughs> I shared your products on my podcast and yeah. it went over very well, so come on the show." Mhm. Mm yeah, that could be sweet. Hell yeah. All right. Well, Robbie, is there is there any other pressing matters we missed out on the past couple of weeks you want to discuss? I don't know, probably. Probably. <laughs> Um, have you had a chance to see Doctor Strange 2 in the multiverse of 
WandaVision. The the multiverse of Sam Raimi's paycheck? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Well, I heard it's not good. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it's uh, fine. <laughs> this is what I've heard. <laughs> Dude, so I was really, real quick, I was really bummed that I missed out on this. So there is a Doctor Strange TV movie, uh, I believe from 1978. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about this. Uh, apparently it's fucking insane. Just like a weird, psychedelic, batshit insane, like Supergirl level, crazy, <laughs> incoherent, awesome piece of shit, right? Okay. Um, and uh, I think you can probably watch it on YouTube in like 480p or 240 or some shit, well, right? Well, I mean, that that's so the original quality. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, is there like a Blu-ray remaster or something? There is my, my guy Shout Factory, who of course owns Scream Factory, which is a boutique Blu-ray label that I collect. Uh, they released the uh, I don't remember if it's the seventies or late eighties Captain America, but the one where he has the motorcycle helmet with the yeah. little winged ear tips on it. Uh, they released a remaster of that, which I own, um, and they just released a Blu-ray remaster from the original negative scan of that Doctor Strange TV movie. But it was only limited to 2,000 units, and it's already sold out Of course, uh, before I could buy it. So I missed out on that, but we need to – I guess we'll just have to watch the YouTube version. But, like, we have to see it, man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We, we also, Robbie, need to uh, watch Thunderpants very that soon. That we do. That we do. Um, that might need to be, like, a little experiment with the commentary track because uh, for anyone <laughs> listening, uh, Thunderpants was a movie that came out right after the first Harry Potter movie, which starred Rupert Grint, Ron Weasley. And it Rupert Grint actually is like not the main character, but he's he's like made out to be in the trailer. But it's like a space exploration mission gone wrong and these astronauts are just like trapped in space. And so they have to like find some geniuses to come up with a way to get them back which I guess doesn't just include like sending another mission up there to retreat. I don't know. But anyways, so somehow they end up on these two kid geniuses and NASA hires them to help them to figure out how to get the ship back. But that's only what the trailer will have you believe. The actual movie is about a fat kid who farted so much and so bad that his like dad left and like he ruined his mom's life. And he like accidentally killed someone with his farts and he got sentenced to like death basically. And he was on death row. And then uh, because of his farts and his friendship with Ron Weasley, who is a super genius, NASA like bought him out of jail and was like, Hey, you're going to help us get these astronauts back. And so they uh, basic, basically the movie is like, they turn this kid into the rocket on this spaceship and his farts, propel a manned space mission unbelievable into the space into space to retrieve some astronauts <laughs> unbelievable. The, movie, the movie trailer doesn't mention farts anyway there's not a single fart in the trailer but the whole movie is about this kid's big farts yes so yeah it's available on youtube we're gonna watch it soon so you don't have to um <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome so be on, the charity over here. be on the lookout for that indeed um, 
Yeah, so a lot of exciting stuff now that we're back. Uh, we're going to try to get the butt plug guy on. Uh, Robbie, we actually have a special guest next week. I don't know if you if you saw this on the calendar or not. Um, did Go you see on. it on the calendar? Oh, I don't right. know on the calendar now. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we're going to have um, a very special guest next week, author Brad Parrish, who wrote the book, Daddy, Why Do You Use Drugs? Uh, he'll be on the show next week to talk about that best-selling children's book. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, if you want to, if you want to check that out, uh, tune in same time next week, wherever you just heard us, uh, or if you just want to get more of the show. And you can also follow us on Instagram at a pod the pod. Um, yes. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, we'll be back next week.